sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends have left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom Oh man, we are live. It is 10 Drink Minimum. I'm your host, Chris Burnett. And this show is sponsored by Topo Chico Seltzer. I almost almost forget that. Uh, Holly Ann is here with us. Oh, look at those glasses. I know. I wore my bright glasses. Yeah. Let's see how Smiley looks. Smiley's here with us. Well, hello. I wore that shirt last night. Really? To the state fair. Great minds think alike. Yeah, I wish I wouldn't have went to the state fair. That's what I keep hearing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, today's show, we are still cruising along in the uh, funny fiesta, and now uh, we have on uh, comedian Hannah Howard. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, dang, that sounds nice. Oh, thank you. You have a good voice. You have a good voice. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, do you watch pro wrestling at all? I'm going to be honest. I Never do seen not, it? Do not. not interested at all, but you do uh, your thing. Yeah, so I... Uh, <laughs> I was a quarter owner in uh, the local federation, the Duke City Championship Wrestling. And uh, I was a little cryptic the last couple weeks telling people they should go because I stepped down from the organization and they had my, uh, um, they they wrote me off of the show. And it was probably one of the greatest things I've ever done in my life. I had so much fun doing it. And uh, so I want to kind of like give everybody an idea of what happened. So in the in the storyline, uh, I'm the commissioner of the federation, mm-hmm. and there's like an evil guy, and he says that he's been his name is Matthew Robles, and he's been um, appointed by uh, Donald Trump when he was president to be the head of the federal head over uh, um, what do they call wrestling? They don't call it wrestling anymore. It's this um, sports sports inter- sports entertainment. So he he goes to the ring and he comes right out after the national anthem and I'm on commentary as well. At this time I'm on commentary. So he's like he's like I'm trying to get rid of wrestling in New Mexico and he's like because it's so corrupt here and he's all in the biggest corrupt people is the commissioner here. He's all where's Chris Burnett and he points at the at the commentary booth and they put the light on me. And I'm sitting there I'm like talking and then I'm like is he calling me out? I, he's like get in this ring right now. So I have to put the headset off and I have to go in the ring and the audience is like, whoa. And like, I'm coming around and he's calling me fat and out of shape. So I can't get to the ring. <laughs> and I'm like pointing. I'm like, you want me in that ring? So I go up the staircase and there's a gap between the ring and the stage. And I fall. Oh my oh. God. And I thought literally that I blew my knee out. Oh, no. I thought I tore like my ACL or my MCL or something. It hurt really bad. Yeah. Like really bad, so then I I caught I caught myself like like I put my arm over the second rope and caught myself. Well, that's that's like elevator cable. Ugh. So it hurt my arm, it hurt my knee. Oh my god! All in the same vein, right? So then, how did it look? Uh, I've had the video of it. I have somebody's like phone video of it, and, and you know you can see me fall. It 
I just go down between, but then I pull myself up and people go, oh, like the crowd goes, oh, so I pull myself up, I get in the ring, but for the remainder of the segment, I'm like over, like leaning in the turnbuckle and like, I have my arm on the rope and my left leg, I have it kind of, I have it like, I have my weight off of it. Yeah. You, you know, if you look, you could tell. So then the guy is going around and he's like talking about how he was here last month and he saw all the different like favoritism that I showed, like all the good guy wrestlers and how I screwed over everyone else and I was just ultra corrupt. So he's had enough and he uh, wants us to have a match in the future where he picks a wrestler and I pick a wrestler and whoever's wrestler wins, the other person has to leave. And if my, my guy loses, I have to step down from all all positions. I can't be the commentator anymore. I can't be the commissioner anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm like, he's from Utah. So he, he like talks shit about New Mexico the whole time. And I was like, you know, I read today that like Utah is the happiest state in the United States. And he's like, that's right. And I'm like, it's probably because you're always here bothering us. And everybody's like, ooh, yeah. And I said, you know what? As for your, your thing, I'm going to think about it. So then he walks up and he goes, think about this four eyes. And he grabs my glasses off my face and he snaps them in half. <laughs> and he throws them into the audience. Someone caught him, throws them back in. Right. And people are like, not, they're not like, what the fuck? They're like, <gasps> like there's, it was literally like a, <gasps> you don't do that. Like, right? the, like how, like that's his glasses. <laughs> and so like i like do i lean back on the turnbuckle i kind of put my hand on my face and do the whole like oh and i reach down in my suit pocket and i pull out another pair of white glasses and i put them on nice <laughs> and everybody's like whoa and then i go you know what i thought about it and they cheer and i go and i'm gonna say yes and then they cheer and i'm like on one stipulation not in the future tonight and people went nuts like it just <laughs> blew the roof off and I was, and he's like, no, 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 I'm not ready. I was like, I don't care if you're ready. We're doing it tonight. So then, you know, I go back to commentary and I, and I feign like anger and I'm like, ah, sorry, Fred, I can't, I can't concentrate. I'm just so angry right now. And then in the fourth match, uh, it's, it's the match. So he comes out and he's like, I found the guy and it's a guy from Lubbock. So he's from Texas. So everybody <laughs> hates the guy from Texas, right? <laughs> Boo. So then I come out and I'm like, well, let me tell you, I found a guy and he's not from Utah and he's not from Texas. He's from New Mexico. And I bring out this guy, Tommy Test, who's like when he wrestles with us, like 20 of his family members buy tickets. I love it. He was the number one like uh, uh, merch seller last month, you know, on our at our place. And people go ballistic. Right. So then we're having the match and I'm walking around the outside. They're on the other side. And it's really cool. The performance of it all. And this is the thing I wanted to talk about. So, like, you're you're working with these people. And the thing that is really amazing about what they're doing is it's very theater. I don't know if, if you've done no. it, you guys with theater. Like, at one point, he comes running over and he's pointing at me and he's yelling. And he grabs my shirt and he pulls me in and he goes, that, that mat over in the corner is really slick. Watch out. And then he pushes me anyway. He's like, that's what I'm saying. And, like, the crowd thinks he just, like, got in my face and yelled a bunch right. of shit. But he's, like, telling me not to slip on the floor over there, right? <laughs> right. And like when we were in the ring, he's like got the microphone and he walks up to me and he's like right in my face and he's like and he's like grab the mic really hard for me, and like so I do and it's like and, I'm, and everybody's like ah and it was so amazing working with like these people that have done this for forever because they have these like little like tricks that they do and I was like <laughs> wow, and uh, so the whole thing is 
is at some point the bad guy's going to fly out of the ring and he's going to go over and like like get him grab him and help him and his valet is going to help him and I'm going to come over and I'm going to try to get in their face and then they're going to get in my face and then another dude came in and hit him with the belt hit my wrestler with the belt in the head mm-hmm. and the ref didn't see it and I'm like when am I going to know what when do I know how to do that and he goes he goes oh you'll know we'll make it obvious and if you don't I'll make you I'll, and it, and it, it was obvious. So we did all that. And I'm like, he and I are like, like yelling at each other. The ref gets out of the ring and he gets between us because he's a pro and he knew. And then they did the belt thing and knocked the guy out. And, uh, and, uh, then my wrestler lost. And it, I just did not expect what happened. People got upset. <laughs> and they were like, don't go. Like, so people Aww. started yelling, don't go. And then they started yelling, bullshit, bullshit. Oh and my, like, heart melted. And I was like, I I did, I got up and I waved to everybody and I went and I walked through the curtain and I didn't come back out the rest of the night because I was fired, right? Yeah. So (laughs) I go watch my friend's, uh, Simo, she played next door launch pad. So I go over after, there's like a bunch of like a group of the the fans (laughs) and they're like, you're not really leaving, are you? I was like, yeah, I actually had to step down. It was too much work. And they're like, no, that sucks. And then they bought me a beer and a shot. And it was like the greatest night of my life. It was so Aww, fun. It was so absolutely cool. amazing. So I love that. Uh, performance. Perform. That's what we you know, that's what we do this for. That's what we do this for. Yeah. So Hannah, you are a comedian. How long have you been a comedian? I am. Uh I've officially been a comedian for about six years now. Six years. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like do you feel like there's a th- this is a question I've always wondered about comedians? Because, like, people who are, like, one, two years in feel like that they deserve everything. Yeah, they sure do. Right? Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> when do you think is, like, that threshold of, like, you've done this enough that it's it's a good time to punch through? That's a great question. Um, part of me thinks that it's not necessarily a mm-hmm. time frame, but uh, based on credits and accomplishments. I think you have okay. to get to a certain point where you have earned the respect of your peers. I think it's a it's a repetition thing too, right? Big time. Yeah. A lot of places in the throughout the career, you feel okay. It's time to hang it up. I mean, yeah. COVID was a big thing mm-hmm. when COVID hit. I mean, the people who weren't serious dropped like flies. Yeah, right. they sure did. And the people who are still doing it now and survived that, it's like okay. There was like a purge, like right? Like there's a bunch of people gone. Because we lost all the mics. Uh, There were no mics during COVID. There was like a solid year. If we did do shows, then it was like you can do this show in a backyard or a garage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But all the mics were gone for a solid year to two. Yeah. And so the people who had just started, they I don't know anybody who survived that who were brand new. I don't how, either. How hard was it to not, I mean, because I feel like doing stuff like, you know, any kind of artistic thing, it you need the reps. Yeah. You need to constantly be flexing that muscle. So how hard was it for both of you guys after the shutdown to come back and go on stage again? Um, I'm still having a hard time because I chose to procreate during covid <laughs> so it seemed like a good time right yeah i mean no most nope. people adopted an animal <laughs> right. or yeah. made a baby uh you made know, some bread you know i don't suggest having a baby during a pandemic that yeah. was not fun it, i don't i don't really feel like there was a handbook for that 
No, it was terrifying. Because like Um, like the last time it happened, people were like having like 12 kids anyway. Yeah. 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 For the the farming. They weren't Mm -hmm. doing it like in a hospital and I don't know. It was really bizarre. But um, yeah, I feel like I'm still kind of coming back from it. Like last night I did Mm -hmm. a private show for my friend's birthday. Weird. And I forgot my whole set. (laughs) And I haven't done that in years. Like, I went blank. Were your friends, like, cool with it, though? They're like, oh. Yeah, they were, they could tell that it wasn't. They're all, hey, Holly Ann, it's fine. This is just what you say you do and want to be great at, but whatever, (laughs) it's fine. Well, they've seen me perform a lot, and they knew something was up, and they were like, what happened? I was like, I don't know. I Mm. literally don't know what just happened. Has that never happened before? No, not at a perform, at, like, an open mic it's happened. Oh. But, like, never have I gone on stage to, like, perform at a show and just literally forgot. It was really weird. I've never had that. But, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm still Mm kind of trying to bounce back. Hannah, how about you? Um, it's just different. Yeah. It's just different. I I don't know if I would say it's hard to bounce back. It's just everything's changed and like i feel like the name of the game is all changed and really? the people who you know like the exercises like mm-hmm. you want to go and do the open mics and do some yeah. like showcases with your buddies or whatever when those all went away it's like we all had this camaraderie and compassion for each other but mics don't really book your shows anymore no like the the mics are so amateur hour at this point. Right. And mm-hmm. I like I, that maybe sound like super cocky to say, but I just feel like mics have changed so much yeah. because of COVID and they, that's not where you go to get booked anymore. It's just kind of where you work stuff out. Yeah. Which is kind of what it's supposed to be, right? Yeah. But you also wanted to go to show your face mm-hmm. and to, let other comedians know that you are available. Right. Uh, and meet bookers and producers and stuff. Right. And the, and the bookers and producers aren't going to mics anymore. No, not at all. Really? Mm-mm. Well, who are the bookers and producers? I don't know. Your friends. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know. Like, now you see. Uh, well, some think, of them, yeah. Yeah. I think a yeah. lot of um, a lot of it happens through social media now. Yeah. And it's just kind of. Well, that happened, too. Like, you had these comedians that were like, I'm doing comedy on stage. And then whenever the the shutdown happened, they embraced, like, the reels and the streaming and all that. Mm -hmm. And some people took off Mm -hmm. from that. Like, Zach Beta really took off from that. Yeah. And it was interesting. Like, watch. Like, that was, like, the weird thing about the the shutdown, the pandemic. Like, it, it all felt like, for me, anyway... I was in this control room, and I'm just watching like what everyone's doing because I can see because yeah. everyone's online because mm-hmm. everyone like like thank God we had internet. You right. imagine yeah. in 19 like 83 if we were like well I, me or like 86 like well we're all gonna be shut down in the house. Everybody would just be out on their lawn like right. in a chair, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, in a chair. Hey, what up? For sure. Is that a new mower? <laughs> yeah. I had I had a really good friend, um, Nick Hawk back in Dallas who just immediately started producing online shows. Yeah. And we were, it was just Facebook live mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we would take turns going live on our pages. Oh, wow. 
And he had shows for like 10 comedians on the lineup. And okay. then we started doing roasts, which was really fun. So I'd never done roasts before. Okay. But then the pandemic happened and they were like, hey, we're doing these online roasts. And I'm like, I'll take anything. Like, right. Like, I don't care. I can make fun of people. And <laughs> You're like, nice sweatpants. Yeah, sure. And yeah. then we started doing a monthly roast and we did that for a solid year. Wow. And honestly, it changed so much of the way that I do comedy. Really? Oh. Like the roasts were a game changer for me. Hmm. You got you were like, now I'm evil. Now I'm just a bitch. Yeah, well. <laughs> That's okay. That's fine. I'm okay with it. Um I hate roasts. Like I like watching them. Mm-hmm. I can't do them. I can't do I tried to throw Kurt Fletcher a roast when he moved one of the times he moved. Um he's moved away a lot. Um, and I could, I couldn't do it. He's yeah. like my best friend and I know all the things I could make fun of him about. Hey, and that's the best kind of roast. I right. know. I couldn't do it. I saw his cute little face and I just couldn't do Aww. it. Aww. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, even the people who are big at it, like Jeff Ross, they, they all, they all go to like, uh, uh, therapy for it. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I was, who was it? Lisa Lampanelli. She yeah. had to quit doing it. She was like, yeah, it was too much. Yeah. yeah. I just, I don't know. It's just like not, I, I've been called out about it. Like, okay. people are like, Holly doesn't like to do roasts. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't well, like to so do that. So what? Who gives a shit? I just, I... It's not for everybody. I no. threw a roast for myself to raise money. Chris was there for was this. There. To raise money for ovarian cancer one time. And I ended up just, like, kind of roasting people. But I think I mostly just screwed everybody over because I ended up nice roasting them. Uh, <laughs> with compliments. Yeah. I do that. Kids. I just... I just make them make people uncomfortable and say really nice things. But how did you feel receiving the roast? Oh, I'm fine. People can make fun of me all they want. So that's not the part that bothers you. No, uh, not at all. I just don't like being mean. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I don't like being mean. Well, yeah, that's the part. I yeah, like I would have that. I probably wouldn't. No, you would be fine at it. (laughs) You roast me all the time. So gross. (laughs) (laughs) I don't roast you all the time. Well, and what's funny is I roast my husband all the time. Like, I'm fine making fun of him. I'm yeah. fine making fun of my kids, but, like, other people, I don't know. See, I come from that that uh, that world of, like, you know, if I if I don't say mean things about you, I don't think you know I love you. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's regular, right? That's just like... Uh... <laughs> yeah. That means I love you. Then if someone shows up and I don't like them, I'm all, sup? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's done. Done. Well, like, I can do it in real life, but, like... I think yeah. there's something about doing it on a microphone that, like, I don't know, it feels... Uh, it's probably because I was very heavily bullied as a kid. Uh, it feels bullyish, uh, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I don't like it. But, you know, I yeah. like to watch them, though. I yeah. love watching a good roast. No, do it, do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, So six years, like, what do you... What would you go back and tell, like, one year in Hannah... What would be a good piece of advice for like a com a comedian that's starting out? Um, when I started out, I hit the ground running, mm. which I think was to my favor. I think I um, I well back in Dallas, you know, there was a ton of comedy clubs and oh, wow. a ton of opportunities, and it you can get lost in there for sure. Yeah, and so. Hitting the mics 
in the beginning is crucial in Dallas because you have got to get to know the other comedians and networking. Yeah. Big time. And one of the, one of the problems with that was the mics would get the sign up for mics was super tricky and it was really hard to get on lists. And if you didn't know anybody or you're starting out, you're going up at 2 a.m. That's right. And so that that took a lot of endurance, especially like I'm a mom. Right. <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> and I'm up until two o'clock in the morning, like three nights a week, uh-huh. just trying to get on these lists. And you know what? I'm really proud of myself for sticking to that. And that's, awesome. that, yeah. that's something that I was really big on. I immediately started interning at Dallas Comedy House. Okay. Oh. And two nights a week I was there and I signed up to intern on Mike Nights. Oh, that's smart. And took my break when they called my name at so, like 1 a.m. So what I'm hearing is you were like, this sucks. How do I make it not suck? Yeah. And you were like, I'm going to look for opportunity and then I'm going to take it. For That's sure. That's genius. See, yeah. I, I, I'm glad you said that because there's some things that really drive me crazy about artists in general. And one of them happened the other night. So I have a lot of friends that are musicians, a lot of friends that are comedians. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times people like in Albuquerque, you know, we don't have as much opportunity, but sometimes you've got to, you know, everybody's like, well, if I, if I go up on stage a bunch, somebody will see me. Sure. Life is about, I'm going to be real honest with people. Life is about politics Mm. and life is about networking. And I mean, you can work hard. You can work hard, and if you don't do the rest of, you can do. You need to work hard too. But if you do, if you just work hard, mm. you got to do all of it. Mm-hmm. And it cracks me up because, like, so the other night, so right now, at the chemo, they're they're filming a thing called Bands of Enchantment. Have you, have you guys, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's like a, it's like the New Mexico version of Austin City Limits. Oh, okay. They're filming it for PBS. Uh, it's going to be on PBS. It's on Amazon Prime. Oh, so I mean, you're yeah. you know. And when I say it's on PBS, it's not on PBS in New Mexico. It's on PBS nationwide. And so they they always do like two nights of the, this is like the third season, two nights of like local. And then the rest are all people they bring in from all over the United States. Okay. Musician friends. I, you know, I have have four tickets to each night to give away. Yeah, we're giving them away. To just give them away. And people like, I'm just like, like and share, da, da, nothing. Then I will reach out to my friends who are musicians. You know, you want, I got four tickets to the, uh, there's like, they started Friday. They're doing every night until next Friday. And I'm like, Hey, you want f- four tickets? Ah, I don't know who these bands are. Mm. <laughs> and so I finally told one of them, I said, here's an idea. You take the tickets, you go, you introduce yourself to the people who run it mm-hmm. and you get on their radar. Yeah. Right. It costs you nothing. Costs you none money. (laughs) I'm handing it to you. It costs you an evening of your night to go stand in front of these people that they're all around. Like they're out. It's a production. Like they're filming it. And like you can walk up and talk to them. Like I I walked in and the guy who runs it walks right over and starts talking to me. I introduce him to all my friends. That's opportunity. Yeah, for sure. That Mm -hmm. is an absolute opportunity to get on someone's radar. And say, hey, I'm a musician in this town, and when you do season four, maybe look at me. Mm-hmm. And people like don't look at, they don't think like that, right? And it's weird. 
Well, I, I think know. also right now we have something going on where yeah. people are getting noticed off of like tiktok especially like comedians and stuff are getting noticed from like how many followers they have and tiktok and yeah. so now people think that's the only way it's, yeah and it's not the only way no. like, i think well I, I mean now that's that's so saturated mm-hmm. millions and millions mm-hmm. and i mean you have to start small again like we're back to like the regional thing you've got to start small again but man if you're not only if you get on that that bands of enchantment, so Prism Bitch did Friday night. They they nice, filmed nice. their episode. Uh, the production looks amazing, and no matter what happens, like who cares if you get recognized from it? From this point on, when they send out a thing to bookers, they can be like, "Yeah, I was on this show. Look at it. Here's the here's the clip from yeah. it. Look how amazing that looks. Look how big the audience was. This is how much more money we want now when we play there. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean. It's all like, you know, it's the game. That's the, they always say the game. Like you got to play the game. Mm-hmm. Well, the game is is you got to get out and you got to talk to people. Uh sometimes you got to hound them a little bit, not too crazy. Uh, or intern at a comedy club. Or intern at a comedy club <laughs> right. and take your break when it's your turn to go on, which was probably much earlier than 2 a.m. It started to get that way. Yeah, that's right. Over time, I Isn't was that going weird? earlier and earlier. Yeah. And yeah. uh, eventually, you know, I was the one checking IDs at the door. Yeah. So I was m- meeting yep. every Everybody. comedian Everybody. Yeah. who went in there. And, I mean, I met a ton of people and mm-hmm. then became friends with a ton of people and started oh, hanging yeah. out all the time. You know, I was the ID check girl. Right. And I was just there. And, I mean, I made a ton of connections, got booked on shows. Awesome. And it worked for and me. And it works. Yeah. That's you know? genius. And I mean, like, say, like, and I don't know if this happened to you, but you met people and they became friendlier with you. They were no longer, because, like, comedy, like, you know, everybody's, like, oh, competing against each other. And, you know, yeah, there somebody, is that too. somebody got something and you're like, I should have got that kind of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you become friends with people, they also might help you. Like, like, like you know, that one joke you do, if you, if you twisted it a little bit this way, it might be, it might have a better mm-hmm. punch to it. Yeah. But they wouldn't do that if they don't know you. They don't give a shit. I had a friend. At the Dallas Comedy House at a mic night that I was working, uh, he had heard my set so many times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, at this at this point, we all have each other's sets memorized, right. let's be honest. Yeah. And he knew there was this one part where I make a joke and uh, it didn't land. Nobody laughed. And so my friend in the very back, like, overly laughed. And it was obnoxious. <laughs> and I said, thanks, Dad. <laughs> oh, wow. And that got a massive laugh. That's great. <laughs> and I was like, thank you so much, dude. You saved it. <laughs> oh, wow. See, that's the kind of shit. That's it's amazing. It's yep. like, it's so weird, like, how, but I didn't look at things like that, I guess, when I was young. But that's how I look at things now. Because, like, people go, how did you get, like, there was a guy who came up to me mid, like, the you know, we would do, like, a uh, intermission at the wrestling. And I would have to get a beer. And this guy came up to me, and this has stuck with me, and I've kind of, like, been obsessing about this. He comes up to me, and he goes, hey, man, I, I love this. How did you get here? Mm. And I was like, how did I get here? And like, I had, like, you know, a couple seconds to answer him. I was, like, hard work and networking. That's what I said to him. And in my mind, I'm like, so I'm all about the process. Yeah. The product The product is is the product. Yeah. And, like... People don't fathom, like, what you see on TV, what you see on stage. There was a lot of work to get there and a lot of process. 
And so I'm very like obsessed about that now because it, it's hard work. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have done thousands of hours on stage. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Just to be in Albuquerque to do it. Yeah. yeah. That's not even like, you know, you're not like <laughs> on Comic View. The thing that blew my mind is the other day, you guys know who Byron Allen is? Yeah. Yeah. I remember Byron Allen from the 80s. He was like on late at night and he was awful. He was a comedian. <laughs> He put in a bid to buy CBS for $10 billion the other day. Oh, my God. And I'm like, Byron <laughs> Allen, the guy from the 80s that was awful on stage. I guess he, you know, he made from, you know, I want to know, like, there needs to be a movie made about that. Like, I'm where, very interested because, like, yeah. Chris and I talk all the time. Yeah. And he, like, sent me a message about mm-hmm. it. And I was like, I'm clearly doing something wrong. <laughs> right? I need to read his memoirs because <laughs> right? I'm making, like, tens of dollars. Yeah. I can make, like, a $5 bid. Yeah. For CBS right now. Which, which, which I don't know if you understand what CBS is. It's like CBS, ESPN. Yeah, right. Next Star, all the things. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. 10 bi- this guy's got $10 billion to buy something. Yeah. I'm just am, laying around. I'm going to start looking for his yeah. memoirs or bibliography, yeah. bibliography, biography, or like a documentary, <laughs> yeah. something. Does he have a TikTok? Speaking of TikTok, I started doing um, the history of comedy on my TikTok. Yeah. And I got reported. <laughs> and um i just now got out of tiktok jail and i would like to share why i love that there's a tiktok yeah. jail yeah of course like you have to really be bad no it wasn't okay the chinese <clears throat> the chinese are like how did this happen cut this I, off cut this off i ended up on the wrong side of tiktok i guess i guess like the wrong people saw one of my stories which is totally true i like really 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 research because i'm going through like an existential crisis and i decide to look into like the history of comedy <sighs> the guy who's credited with being the very first stand-up comedian his name is frank Fay, but he was a um neo-nazi activist oh fancy okay. which like i don't know how a neo-nazi would be doing activism but like that's a whole other well, subject I mean, for what a about whole the ones day. that are like i'm neo-nazi but i really don't get out there mm. you know oh I no just, i just chill you just yeah. wait uh <laughs> i'm just chilling <laughs> he was apparently like a horrible person like everybody hated him but he invented the roles of like host and um oh. master of ceremonies just because i guess he would take control over things well i mean you know that's cool and everything but he, so he, he kind of was like having audiences at other meetings yeah right that he he had know. experience I yeah guess. yeah um but at the height of his career back in the 40s he was making eighteen thousand dollars like a week or something a week a what? week which was a shit ton of money no right. that's like pablo escobar money yeah and he also married barbara stanwick the movie um i dream of genie no no uh that was Barbara Eden. Yeah, that was Barbara Eden. Uh, but, I'm very old. I, yeah. <laughs> um, but the movie uh, A Star is Born, the original one, mm. is based uh, on him and Barbara Stanwyck. Al Jolson? Yes. Yeah. But so, like, if you've ever seen A Star is Born, any version of that, the husband is not, like, Mm-mm. a great person. Nah. A good well, guy. Yeah, so, like, then... I like Bradley Cooper. Yeah, sure, 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 He peed sure. himself on stage, guys. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Embarrassing. <laughs> well, and so he was a huge alcoholic and all this stuff, but it gets worse. Two weeks after... <laughs> two weeks after... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Neo-Nazi, uh, prejudice activist, yeah. alcoholic, and it gets worse. It okay. gets so much worse. All right, so hold on. Just paint the picture. He fell into obscurity because he... <laughs> two weeks after we won World War II... Okay. I mean, he was upset. 
Well, yeah. Um, he, <laughs> there was a huge gathering. He didn't, of, he, he didn't see it going that way. No. <laughs> there was a huge gathering. 10,000 people gathered in Madison Square Garden. It was, like, produced by the KKK. Wow. And, like, the Nazis of America Foundation, which did not know that was a thing. Uh-huh. Um, not surprised. <laughs> right sure i shouldn't have been surprised well anyway they called this whole event the friends of frank Fay. oh wow so then he just like disappeared because nobody would go anywhere near him right? no yeah like blacklisted i'm sure so i posted that one and it was fine until i did get a few messages that were like how dare you Tarnish the name of Frank Fay, and You're I was just like, "Telling what? a story, though." Yeah, I'm like, "You can't also, find this anywhere." Also, who's out there like Frank Fay? People need to know about this yeah. guy. I love all of his work. Yeah, like, that's my guy, right? Yeah, there. I'm gonna guess some neo Nazis. Yeah, right, mm. right, right. Well, well, okay. well, but then they wouldn't be upset if you said he was a neo Nazi. Well, oh. but I did call him a terrible person. Oh, well, so anyway, oh, gotcha. Where it went awry is I found the actual first stand-up comedian who was actually like um he was mixed race but he would do blackface performances because mm-hmm. it was the only way they could like make Min- the, money the minstrel shows yeah. yeah and um he was noted as being the very first like blackface person to like take off the makeup get rid of the props and talk to the audience so i think that's pretty good evidence that he was the first stand-up comedian yeah well anyway he ended up killing himself because being a mixed race person in america at the time really really fucking sucked okay right. still not great nowadays <laughs> still yeah still yeah, yeah still that's not. when all the neo-nazi people freaked out because i said that this was the first comedian and i got reported so many times that tiktok had to review it and guess uh-huh. what my videos are still there so they realized that like they're not yeah these were a bunch of neo-nazis that were just really wow. upset 4chan is just gonna have your house swatted it's fine yeah right. well no big deal. they're gonna be really upset uh tomorrow when i post my next video about all the black comedians that came out of the chitlin circuit oh which yeah also like aretha franklin um james brown james brown richard Pryor, like all these robert amazing, johnson yeah sam cook yeah all of them came from there but they're gonna hate that weird that's crazy. so so uh you came from dallas is that right yes gross i know no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no that's a fair judgment she it's does okay. have a zia on her car are, though are i you did from, i put a zia are on are you car. from texas i am born and raised dallas gross. texas i know <laughs> i know my uh parents both have very thick texan accents yeah where are you I, from I in texas that. from uh richardson richardson oh okay no no i, I got you that's where i went to high school go rams Every, everyone so i graduated <laughs> college well, i graduated college so i left college and all my college friends <laughs> Move to Dallas. Everybody's doing that. Uh, I'm, dude, I, I wish people from here would move to Dallas. But, like, yeah. <clears throat> they move to Dallas, right? And they do this thing. They're like, why don't you move to Dallas? And I'm like, well, how often do you guys see each other? Oh, we get together about once a year. Yeah. Because everyone lives, like, an hour apart. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. I do like fair. the colony, though. That place is nice. Oh, the colony's really nice. But, I mean, that's where all the rich people live. it's all rich people now i'm gonna be honest every time i talk to somebody my my in-laws lived my husband graduated from highland park high school and that's like the bougie like 
ex-presidents live there. That's where George oh. Bush lives. Oh. oh. And so, like, that's the fancy, like, oh. big, big houses. Troy Aikman had a house in there. Oh. Like, and so, uh, he hates it. He only went to that school for two years, and he hated it. And he didn't go to his reunion, like, didn't oh, care. Yeah. But, I, I didn't either. Yeah. But I, I like to tease him about it every once in a while. I'm like... <laughs> Shut up, Highland Park. Like, oh. you, don't, you don't know. <laughs> you so don't what, know made, about what made you move to New Mexico? Uh, well, my husband's a filmmaker. Oh. He makes the movies, which has been great for us the past year. I don't know if oh, you've been yeah. in nice. the news Have you all. heard about this? Have you seen uh, this? Have you, have you heard about it? Um, well, Drew Barrymore's working. <laughs> listen. <laughs> I, I don't see the problem. Listen, I have thoughts on that we don't have to get into nah, it we don't have to. it's fine but she my girlfriend's uh, also in the movie industry so oh, okay and he is in the movie okay. industry smiley yeah, smiley a... stands in the background of the movie industry we're having hey, a as long hell as of I'm a time. On the picket lines yeah there you go yeah it's been crazy but uh he's actually filming a reality show right now they don't need writers for reality mm-hmm. tv i know i thought see i thought they I did the last strikes they have <laughs> like storylines in yeah. mind and then they just create yeah, situations. Not, but that's also... Mm. But they don't use... It's not like a staff writer who sits there right. and writes that's a script. That's what I was going to say. Right. It's not WGA. It's, it's not usually like writer. the no. director or a producer mm-hmm. comes not yet. up with that Not until I talk to those motherfuckers. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. You getting like $14? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. That's you get a 7-Eleven working. Uh, yeah, so my husband joined the union yeah. for Albuquerque uh, a year ago, and so we we decided to move. We were kind of at a crossroads. We were in Texas, and so you the, got in a Tesla and you drove over. I'm just kidding. No. That's fucking <laughs> Toyota Four Runners. Oh, all right. we have two. <laughs> That's how, all. How long ago? How long? Uh, it's we just last month hit our one year mark since we moved here. Oh, You've been wow. here a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you do know like that we're not happy with people like you. Oh, a thousand percent. And okay. honestly, the longer I stay here, the more I'm also unhappy with yeah. people like me. Right. Um, <laughs> I feel that sentiment in my heart. At do this you feel point. the anger in the room? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I totally do. No, she's, it's the same. She's the only, tra- well, no, I like Karen Carson too. She's a transplant, oh. but they're yeah. like, um, she's cool. You Karen's saw the license cool. plate. I sure do. Son of a bitch. I know. She does have a Zia on her car. I, I put the sticker on my car. The, it's tricky. I need. Yeah. I know I'm going to get all my plates and everything done. My husband got his done, like, immediately. Yeah. And so his that car really, has a new Mexico every time. Plate. Every time I see that white plate with the black lettering, I just go. Listen, <sighs> I know. And, and I feel that when I drive. I yeah. do. People yeah. hate me on the road. And at this point, I'm just like, I know, I'm sorry. I, you know what, though? <laughs> so I grew up I grew up nine miles from the Texas border. And in West Texas, like middle middle, to middle, and eastern and southern Texas, I'm fine with. West Texas, those people are rude and shitty. Oh, yeah. And, like, I've, and people say, well, what do you mean? I have many, many, many stories of times where I was over in Texas, and if you were from New Mexico, they would treat you like shit. Mm. I've had situations where they've treated me like shit because they come over and go to all the resorts. But anyway, um, I've, in the last year, switched where if I see that white license plate with the red lettering, I get more angry now. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's fair. And it's like those people, and I say those people, yeah, are the most entitled motherfuckers I've ever seen on my planet in my life. Yeah. Yeah, Texas has... In the Reddit, the Albuquerque Reddit, they can just all fuck right off, and I'm about to just start flaming everybody in that. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. they. I was even talking to my husband about this not too long ago. We were 
talking about how Texas is like the friendly state. Mm. And I'm like, it's, it's not. not. It's just not that anymore. Have, I don't you, have you ever been to the Midwest? Yeah, everybody's so like, hey, you can how literally, you, doing? you can light their car on fire <laughs> and they're like, oh man. I'm well, so it, sorry. It, it, it is, it is, it is cold out yeah. here. <laughs> you must be freezing. It's I, true. Like, let what? me bring you a hot dish. <laughs> yeah, let me bring you a hot dish. Yeah. <laughs> like, you go to like Chicago. Chicago's like the third largest city. You go there. And you're like, hey, can uh, you tell me where this is? And they'll like fucking draw you a map, and then, oh, you know what? I'll just walk you. Oh my you're gosh. Like, you're like, or whatever, you know, like, and you're like, what the fuck is going yeah. on here? And people go, well, Albuquerque, people are not, we are not, we are not nice people. Are we nice people? Do I that? think you're nicer than Texans. Okay, I do, except for when I'm driving with my Texas yeah. plates. Other than that, <laughs> do, people just, do people flat out just flip you off? Um, big time. Uh, I had one the other night. This is a perfect example. <laughs> I'm at a red light and we're, we've got it. We're waiting for an arrow and it's a really small intersection. So, you know, if you miss that arrow, like you're fucked for an hour. Yeah. yeah. Like you're not moving. And the guy in front of me wasn't paying attention. And I know that we've got like two seconds left of this arrow. Yeah. So I did my cute little. Did you beep? Beep, beep, beep. Just, just like the cutest little, like, like the, like a little baby beep, beep. Like, yeah, please, like, please, please look up. That is not how we use the horns here. Uh, no, uh, he was very angry and uh, started to go and then slammed on his brakes. Oh, man. And we both made it. Thank God. I don't know how. And then he slowed down and saw my Texas plate and flipped me off. Hey, yeah. I uh, I was looking at my phone. I mean, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> listen, that's Come fine. On, I do the same, but can I can I give you a little beep? No. So the other day, <laughs> not so, here in so That's so, how you get shot. Yeah, that's here. literally yeah. how you get shot. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna tell you something Great. that happened last night that that person should have got shot. <laughs> so, oh, but then geez, I'll go I, after this. Oh, I'm about to tell you. Oof. So the other day, there's like this big farmers market over here. It's growers market. Yeah, it, it, growers market in, in quotes because there's not growing. It's all it's a flea market now. <laughs> Because like four thousand people show up on Saturday mornings there now. Yeah. The parking is atrocious. Yeah. Well, there's a coffee shop I love that's right there, mm. and so I'm driving back from it. This guy cuts through a stop sign. I have the throughway. Mm-hmm. He cuts through this, just cuts in front of me, and then illegally parks in a yellow zone. <gasps> So I rolled down the window and I go, go back to Texas. And he flips me off out the window. Ugh. Okay. So last night we go to the state fair. God bless. My friend, my <laughs> friends picked me up at four. Mm-hmm. We parked, got out of the car and got to the gate at six. Jesus Christ. Six. That's why yeah. I don't go to the damn fair. So we go like. Chris, you know, you only go there if you're getting hired. There's some, right. <laughs> I only so, go to the fair once a year when they hire me for something. Uh, okay, so I, we had a person in the car who's a transplant, and they didn't realize they needed to poop before they left the house. Oh. So we had to go find a place to poop mid being in line. So anyway, finally we're on Louisiana. We're in the far right lane. Yeah. Miles away from right. the fairgrounds. This 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 woman is on one of the side streets coming. 90 degree angle to us all and she like waves like i'm gonna go through oh no and people like so when the line moves up they stop and yeah. they, they let her three lanes she cuts through the she crosses the first lane crosses the second lane turns and gets in the <gasps> right fucking lane no 
What a bitch. And the people next to me, like, it was the best. The best was the people watching. People to, to in the right car were like, oh, what the fuck? And, like, screaming. We get up next to her. She's on TikTok, and she's doing TikToks in the car. And I'm like, you are going to be murdered someday. Yeah. You are oh, literally going to yeah. be murdered someday For by sure. somebody here. I think that's a murderable offense. Yeah. I think so, too. And, like, yeah. the other day, there was a, a, a road rage shooting over yes. here. Like, yeah. I read <laughs> it. Don't, <laughs> don't yeah. honk it. Don't even beep beep. Yeah, but just, what do I do, then? Do I just, just not get to go? Yep. Yeah. You just suck it up Pretty and, much. and not die. I hate that for me. I do, too. I hate <laughs> it for all of us. Uh, Horns are only used for one thing here, and it's it's the very biggest fuck you you can ever do. Or yeah. I'm gonna hit you. Like I yeah. use the I'm horn. Coming, I use the I'm horn. Through I'm now a minute. All right, Hannah. I'm six two, mm-hmm. two hundred and sixty two pounds. Mm-hmm. I use the horn when I'm ready to get out of the car, and we're gonna fucking hit each other. Yeah. Okay. It's no very <laughs> like here in New Mexico. No it's day. very aggressive, mm-hmm. and it's like one of the only times my New Mexico comes out yeah. is if somebody honks at me, even if I'm in the wrong. Yeah. I'll be like, "What the fuck are you?" Th-? Anyway, you honk at me. You. you yeah. That's a bad idea. God, in Texas, all we do is honk at each other. You yeah. guys, I got bad news. Yeah, oh, this is a habit I'm gonna have to break. <laughs> you well, yeah. got to. I worry for your safety. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. That's how you start fights here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how all the road right. rage happens i'm just we're just telling you we're just I trying pre- to be friendly I appreciate we're, the help you know the, like it also depends on like if you're in the, the west fuse, side you're probably okay the no. fuse for my horn on my car went out and i've never bothered to replace it right yeah i'm like i'm safer this way that's true that is really true that's here. crazy yeah because even like because i'm with you because like you know you, you always hate getting behind somebody in that left turn lane and then like it turns green and they just sit there yeah mm-hmm. and you're like beep you just want a little beep. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're not looking. Yeah. That's okay. Like I've been I've been at a light and I'm looking yeah. at my phone and somebody beeps. I'm like, oh shit, and I speed through. Yeah. And I'll even like do the Texan sorry for existing. Yeah. yeah sure, <laughs> sure, sure. You know? <laughs> sorry I'm breathing uh, air. I'm so right, sorry. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, no, that is de- yeah. I mean it also depends on what you know, what they're driving. If they're driving yeah. the coexist stickers on the back, you're probably okay. You're probably okay. Well, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. But if it's like... It's like a 1967 uh, Cutlass. See, yeah, this was not the car to honk at. No. Now, that, yeah. now that I think about it. Yeah, yeah you got to be choosy. Okay. okay. Like, if you see me at, like, a, stu- you know, in my little... In your mom car. In my little mom car. Little SUV. Yeah, with, like, the, the crumbs everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had to change uh, the oldest Danny's seat oh. the other day. Like, now she's down to a booster seat, because apparently it's embarrassing if she's in mm-hmm. the full-on seat, even though I'm pretty sure she's She's so tiny. Anyway, um, and I um, could have murdered her. Oh, it's like full of crumbs. Oh, not just crumbs. It's like, what? how did this get under your seat? Yeah. And then I specifically asked her about a like Tupperware thing of ranch dressing, and that girl lied straight oh my to my God. face. And she was like, no, I took it in. You just forgot. Mm-hmm. Blame it on me. She gaslit me. So, so <laughs> and you I found, found her, you found her stash spot like a yeah. cat or, or like a, a raccoon. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. That's That's the stuff funny. goes just right under the seat. I and we get her back tomorrow, and we're gonna have a little oh boy, little talky yeah. talk. She don't even know. She don't even know yet. But I was so mad. I could have honked at her, you know. <laughs> um, <Justified. laughs> but Justified. she uh, she did get in trouble at school. The other day, yeah. she got a pink slip. What's that mean? Uh, well, she got fired. 
<laughs> Almost. <laughs> right? Pink slip is basically one step before suspension. Oh. And she gets them often. Yeah. Kind of. Like, That's a weird thing to give a kid a pink slip. I guess you're getting them yeah. ready, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, so she... Y- your story about the state fair reminded me. Yeah. That's why I'm bringing it up. But somebody cut in line at lunch and she just screamed at them like a banshee. No mm. words. Just a straight up blood curdling scream. Okay. Someone cut. Wait, wait, wait. Someone cut in front of her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm with her on this one. I, you know, when she told me, I was like, that seems a bit extreme. No, but then come no, to no, find no, out, no. she liked screaming so much mm-hmm. that she also did it in art class and another class. Somebody cut in front of her? No. Oh. She, she just, just screamed. found out that she really liked screaming? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. She uh, she got somebody cut in front of her in a God Bless Texas t-shirt? <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Maybe I should get her a little horn that she can beep. Yeah. Just, you know, there you go. Just a little beep beep. That's uh, funny. But yeah, so um, <laughs> I had to be the one to pick her up after she got the pink slip because we were taking her to the book fair that night. Um, also, the book fair. Mm. They have so much crap. Mm-hmm. It was always crap, but it was always crap was, you wanted as a kid. Oh, yeah. You've got to have The it. posters. That's the, where I learned yeah. how to shop really irresponsibly. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. But she wanted the dumbest shit. I was like, no, because I'm cheap. You know, we're poor. It's all dumb shit. I don't mind spending the money on books. Like, not at all. I will buy both the kids all the books. But I'm like, I'm not buying you a $10 eraser. Sorry. That's totally Uh, fair. A $10 eraser. A $10. Well, it like comes apart. It's like a hamburger or something that like comes. I don't know. A $10 eraser that's not going to erase shit. Yeah. Well, because do they even use pencils anymore? I don't know. That's a... I don't know that they do. All I know is, is I was the poor kid. Yeah. So they would be like, we have the book fair, and then everybody's like buying books, and I would just be staring at them going, those are cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like those. Same. Oh, you totally feel left out on, yeah. Oh, yeah. on scholastic book fair Well, day. and I think mm-hmm. that's why I always make sure that we take her, because I was also that poor kid, so I'm always right. like, I don't want her to be- What do you, what do you mean, be... take her? We had it at school, and it was like, I'm on my own. I well, they have it. family and friends night, oh. so your parents yeah. can come. Oh, shit. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. I've got two kids. I'm and I, I like attention. that better. I kind of want to go to the book fair. I like yeah. that. <laughs> um, I don't even like books. I like going with her because last time we sent her cash. I'm all, I'll get some posters for the studio. <laughs> and, <laughs> and all she bought was fluffy pens. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 no. You, We want you to be literate. Like, <laughs> could, you, could you buy some But Anyway, so we, we go on family and friends night because we're also... We're poor, mm-hmm. and we don't want to hand her cash to buy a $10 fucking eraser. A $10 eraser? Well, they're <sighs> not even really erasers. They're like toys. It's yeah. just like a rubber thing. Yeah, and they have like eight different pieces, and you like take it apart. Oh, it's like a puzzle. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's like a puzzle. No, okay. my kids are obsessed with those things. Uh, All right, I'm kind of, I'm kind of into this and right they're now. Cute. Buy, they're cute. You, you could buy them on Amazon, though. Yeah. For $10, you get like right. a bunch that, of them. See, that's, right. see, now we're talking. Uh, so you know. we set up the booth outside of the, outside <laughs> of the building, right? All right. Yes. <laughs> We yeah. sell All those some erasers. erasers and like a horn. I, I tell you know. this though, yeah. I go to buy that eraser. Some little motherfucker cuts in front of me. I'm mm-hmm. screaming. At You're his gonna ass. scream. Just yell. <laughs> I uh, told the principal that too. I said, "Wait a minute! Someone cut in front of him. You didn't say that part of it. That's some bullshit." That's yeah, some bullshit. I feel like she was in the right. I mean, mm. yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's more to the story, but she's yeah. also seven. Yeah, there's that. That's you know true. what I mean? Like, I ask her what she does all day, and she's like. 
we meditated like llamas. That's it. I'm like, there's no way you did that for however long. Also cool. cool. That's cool. First of all, no kids sat and meditated. Mm. Right? I think seven's when I learned to to lie to my mother. Oh. Yeah. No, Danny's been lying since she was three. Oh, you know, you know quick what? Learner. You know she, what? I, yeah. She's like, really good at it. I don't know what kids like. Actually, she sucks at it, but she does it a lot. Sorry. Yeah. What I, what I was sit- makes perfect. I was sitting there thinking some of my posters today, and I, I don't know what kids love today in school. Me, it was like when they brought the TV in. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you did Heads Up 7 Up. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah. Spelling Bee, too. I was, you know. I love And, and someone was like, they need, to, they need to do an adult Spelling Bee. And I was like, dude, they do that game show. I'm watching that I shit. would win that. Mm. I'm Fuck, such yeah. a good they speller. They do the adult Spelling Bee national television, like, every week till they have a champion. And you're like, hmm. We I'm can make a this. drinking game out of it. Fuck, yeah, you could. Okay, that sounds fun. You know what I mean? All of it's That'd a, be fun. Listen, watching people stumble through some shit, you're like, or you're like, or you're like, man, this guy's a nerd. Yeah. Damn, yeah. he knows his shit. Yeah. You know? Um, I think what they like now, I don't know about your kids, but at Danny's school, they do brain breaks. Yeah. Um, what? What? And it's just YouTube videos that are like, <laughs> shake your sillies out kind of thing. Oh. Um. <laughs> And her teacher is your, this year is your, is your brain thought, getting thought in the way like snack time. Yeah. Yeah. Brain is brain. your brain getting in the way of life? <laughs> Let's shake it out. Fuck it. Uh, I feel like all day today was a brain break for yeah. me. Honestly, like I was texting Hannah and I'm like, I'm so sorry, I didn't reply to that uh, right away. I accidentally fell asleep while pretending to sleep. I had a brain break. <laughs> I took a really big brain break. By Thinking accident. hurts. I'm honestly, I text her back. I was like, dude, I'm jealous. I can yeah. totally well, I did that thing where I was pretending to sleep so Ian would take a nap, and then I fell asleep for like two hours, and I woke up and thought it was tomorrow. Mm. I was like, I missed the podcast. I, I, I did that. I did it today. I was like, I got home from work, and I was like, I'm gonna sleep for an hour. I wake up, it's five thirty, and I'm like, fuck, am I late for work? Because <laughs> I get up at five in the morning to go to work, and yeah. then I was like, because it's dark, and I'm all, oh wait a minute. I just took a nap. <laughs> it's still the same day. That's a weird time warp right there. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Well, and when you become a mom, like, you can attest that you never sleep. I never sleep. I run on so little sleep. That it is if- amazing what we can accomplish with so little right. sleep. Yeah. Like, it, the other night I got, like, nine hours of sleep. And I was... Babe, that's good. It was... You're like, wow, I, I don't remember the last so- time I had nine hours of sleep in my life. <laughs> like, the thing is, I woke up and I was like... I felt groggy and sluggish yeah. because since Ian was born, I don't think I've slept more than three hours at a time. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well. Like, that it's happens. Like I you, will like tell you, you. Yeah. Like, that was such a big deal when I was a new mom mm-hmm. or and or pregnant. People mm. would always tell me, like, oh, you're never going to sleep again. That yeah. drove me crazy. Babe, I'm going to tell you, you will sleep again. Oh. You good. will. My girls are 12 and 8, and I sleep in. All the time, oh, I, I enjoyed them because they got—they really were nice. very impressed with my with the studio. They really did love it in here. Yeah, I'm like, I'm whoa, a, whoa, yeah. Danny did the same thing, but for some reason, Danny's favorite thing in the whole studio—not the pinball machine, yeah. not the stickers, these things. Oh yeah, yeah, the obsessed dampeners. Yeah. yeah, she wants a bunch of styrofoam around her room now. <laughs> it's funny because like this, this is this, <laughs> like this room pads. is great for like like. Like little kids, and then like dudes who are like thirty to forty-five. Yeah. Like fuck yeah. 
We're kind of yeah. the same. Yeah. That <laughs> makes sense. It's just yeah. full circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we've kind of run out of time for the first hour. We, I think we should have you back for sure. Yeah. I, I would w- love I, that. I would love to have you back because I would love to really get into the, because I didn't really get to talk to you about like what you think about living here. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. I totally took over. <clears throat> That's okay. And I think that that would be really fun to like, because like you're kind of the first, you know, because we talk about the people moving here. <laughs> and you're kind of the mm-hmm. first one that's mm-hmm. been on this show, and I haven't really got to like. I think Hannah was made to move here. Oh, <gasps> that's that's fine. I, I love like, that. I met her, and I was like, okay, oh. I like her. You have the Z on your car. I did. I put it on my car but real quick. <laughs> what if I would not get a tattoo? Oh, I, I mean, would. I'm already here's, covered. I'll do more. <laughs> no, no. Here's what's funny. It's like my tattoo guy. He's like old school Albuquerque. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I, I need my Z, and he goes. Are you even from here, man? Oh, he was like hardcore about it. He was like, he was like, I'll do it, but uh, where were you born at? And I was like, I was born in New Mexico. And he's like, where? Like, it is a thing. It's a Damn. big. It's it's a thing. All right, noted. Yeah. yeah. Noted. So be careful. Noted. I mean, you could probably just go to some, you know, some, you know. Guys, I'll just go to Dallas and get a Zia. They won't Oof. even know what it They're is. They're all. Yeah. <laughs> is it a balloon? Is it the sun? <laughs> this is cool. Is it the sun? <laughs> Did you design this? Yeah. And you'll just say, yeah. Yeah, totes. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. So what do you have going on that's coming up besides uh, Funny Fiesta? When are you? Funny Fiesta. When are you? I am so elated that they put me on the show for the headliner for the Comedy Fiesta. Oh, wow. Oh, you're going to be with Kate Willett? With Kate Willett. (gasps) Oh, wow. That's so cool. So I get to open for her. I'm so excited about that. And I'm also doing a couple of other, I'm doing the blue show with uh sammy that's where they say Mallory. fuck yes a lot oh you're gonna love them yeah i'm very excited to meet sammy yeah. and um and then i'm on a couple of other the super stacked show which super stacked show are I'm you gonna on? be honest i don't remember i'm gonna have to look that up but follow okay. me on Instagram. it's so stacked, <laughs> stacked. i hope you're on super saturday stacked. i think saturday. it is saturday it's oh. the one that's the one i, I can't go to it's uh, i'm on the one with kate and then the super stacked after that Oh. Oh, I bet it is. So it's I'm on that one. And Funny Fiesta is the 21st through the 24th? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, Yeah, and we're doing a couple of other things. Um, Always doing brew lab shows with Karen Carson. Nice. If you're in Rio Rancho, definitely go check out those shows. And the pickle beer. It's really good. The pickle beer. Where where is their pickle beer? Babe, okay. It's not a pickle beer it's what they do with the beer mm. yeah they, they add pickle to they, it. they they put like a shot of the pickle juice the pickle bag into yeah. the beer and it's a, they either do a cerveza or okay. they do a blonde okay mm-hmm. and then they put like a big old thick slice of a dill so my it's girlfriend so took some teller vodka uh the number one vodka in the world or did you see this teller yeah. vodka won the world vodka competition I did see that. so oh. she took some of the teller vodka and she infused it with um what is the fuck um horseradish horseradish right oh. and and she's like yeah they do this in portland and so she for my birthday we had it so what you do is you do a shot of the horseradish vodka and then eat a little pickle and how was that fucking amazing it's so good it was right. super good i'm in i want to try that yeah oh we didn't even do a shot oh Poor Brian, he's got to do a shot. <laughs> Brian's gonna have to do two shots now. Oh yeah, well you didn't, you you're not drinking, so that's fine. I'm not drinking so, right Holly now. Holly Ann, what I'm you drinking. got going on? Um, I have Funny Fiesta. I will be hosting on Friday the Super Sack Show at Dry Heat. 
I am going to do the Palooza at 1 p.m. at Inside Out on Saturday. And I'm on the Superstack show that night as well at 6.30. But guess what? Guess who else is on that show? I'm pretty sure Greg Greg James, formerly known as Greg Ziomek. Is he not Greg Ziomek anymore? I think he goes by Greg James because he's yeah. like a doctor now. It's funny because like, he goes, I'll be in town, but for all the hangs. And I just went, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love to do that. People just like okay, uh, but he used to run Comedy Basement. I'm yeah. super excited to see him. Yeah. Um, and then October 27th is Nine Living Cover Comics at Dry Heat Comedy, and all proceeds go to suicide prevention and suicide awareness. And our lineup is ridiculous this year. Like the things people came up with this year, I'm. So excited. And our our next guest, I believe, is on that one. Nice. And I'm sure he'll talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Smiley's uh, still on strike, right? Yeah, that is correct. Okay. You can see me, I don't know, we're on some streaming stuff if you want to really go back and some backlog stuff. Yeah. Um, October 14th, you guys can come out live to the uh, Villa Hispana. Is that what I say? Was yeah. It? Yeah. At the state fair, you can go. It's a uh, uh, New Mexico Brew Fest. We're still giving away tickets. We will be giving away two tickets tonight. And it looks like we have a contender. We have a contender right. for sure. We still have one more hour. We're going to give away two of these tickets to the New Mexico Brew Fest. These are, you know, awesome. I mean, I, I, I would have loved to win tickets to this. This is my favorite brew fest. Yeah, we're going to be live from there. It's going to be great. Hamster is going to be with us yeah. also. We're going to have him. We're going to have. Maybe someone else. I'm trying to think oh. who I talk to. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, nah, they'll hit me up. <laughs> it works out. Uh, and then September 30th, I am hosting October Fiesta, which is funny, at uh, uh, Santa Fe Brewing in uh, Santa Fe at the main. So come out, hang out with me. I'm just going to drink all day. I'm not going to lie to everybody. I think I got to book a room because... Yeah, last year when I... Um, covered for you uh-huh. i got so drunk wasted i was so happy you, i had they a give driver. you a mug of beer that holds four 12 ounce beers and then they just fill it up all day. all day oh my god did they feed you they fed me oh my god they had like charcuterie boards in oh. the back but i just i basically filled up on beer and i was so glad that mm-hmm. i had a friend with me and she stopped drinking because they also gave her free beer i was like no yeah. no no that's my driver and like there's always that moment where they're like you're like, yeah, I'll have a beer. And they're like, what about you? And they're like, uh, yeah. And you're like, yeah. what? <laughs> How are we going to get the fuck home? You were, the, almost, you were the fuck home ride. You know? I almost brought a puppy home because what? I was so drunk. And they had puppy adoptions there. Son of what? a bitch. That can't be good. And That's not fair. Do you, do you, you? Hey, why don't you take that off and go with me? Take what off? The fucking September 30th. Um, I think I'm supposed to be at it's, a wedding it's a saturday oh all right well then whatever <laughs> i think you would they would enjoy you <laughs> anyway were. i want to thank hannah for being on the show yeah thanks so much for having me yeah and we'll bring you back uh this was not enough please yeah, no, i am Hannah's totally down and i'm the best <laughs> yeah i just said she's the best she just she did approved. she's like you're gonna like hannah she's really great she's also like my mom friend oh you know like those are hard to find they're pretty hard to find well because uh parenting styles sometimes don't clash they clash a lot and we're pretty much the same you're the yeah. let's give them whiskey 
Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. See what happens. See what happens. Yeah. And then we have our wine and go to sleep. The only thing that's different is, and I have to say this like publicly, and then I will let you go. Um, your children are so good. Thank you. And my children are (laughs) nuts. We did. We we go through phases. I'm gonna. Your kid was great when she was over here. She no, she's great. I I give her a lot of shit. She's just very um. High energy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, apparently she's getting she, better. She though. like hangs out and like meditates with llamas, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so she's pretty good. Yeah, no, she's she's great. It's my two year old. See, that's if I if I was if I was a parent and they were like, you have to give your kid a pink slip immediately. <laughs> I see. I would be like my mom and dad. I would be immediately on my side. Yeah. And I'd be like, well, they'd be like, oh, my mom would be like, okay, what happened? And they'd be like, well, a kid cut in front of her and she screamed at my mom. Like, what's happened to the kid that cut in line? Okay, okay. Here's What's that kid's problem. Here's the thing. Yeah. With my child, I love her mm-hmm. dearly. So much love oh, yeah. her. I think know. she's great. But the, she is one of those kids, that sweet, sweet little being. Um, you give her an inch and uh, she takes 10 miles. So okay. then she would be like, oh, I could get away with anything. So yeah. we're, we're a little stricter than we would like to be. But. That's <laughs> I, it like works that. I, I like that. We don't want to be like this. No, I like I really don't. But with her, I also don't want the house on fire. Yeah, it's <laughs> fair. Yeah, I also want her to like not be labeled the problem, problem child. Kid. You know. Well, you don't want the problem kid. You don't want the stinky kid. No, but you also don't want the pompous. No, the one that cut in the line. You exactly. Don't want the cutter you in the line. You don't want the cutter either. Yeah. No. So uh, there's that. I'll tell a cut in line story. Okay. Next hour, I'll tease that. Perfect. Uh, th- thanks, Hannah, for being on the show. Yeah. Go out to Albuquerque, uh, the the Funny Fiesta. Please do. Fiesta. You can go to abqfunnyfiesta.com and you can find all the tickets. Hells yes, you can. Oh, also use Performer23 to get $5 off. Oh, yeah, dang. I was going to say, we got a promo mo, going to drop. Mo yeah. money. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to take a break. Uh, with that, we, we are, are 10, 10 Drink, drink Minimum. minimum.